0: morning the title of this morning's message is called safe safe now I need to define what we what we mean by the word safe as we launch into base groups okay God did not call us as Christians to simply sit back in our house and live a life of comfort relaxed and do nothing for the kingdom in fact he told us to do just the opposite he told us to get out, he told us to get with the people, he told us to love on them, he told us to do good works, he told us to do whatever it takes to bring people into a saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ and expand the kingdom of God. So what do we mean by safe when we're talking about base groups and the title of this morning's message is safe. As we begin, safe is this, it is not the absence of fear and it is not doing Nothing, okay, or not doing anything. So, safe is not the absence of fear and it's not about not doing anything. It is the ability to take quality steps of faith in a safe environment that will guarantee success. And success is this success is spiritual growth. So, that's what I mean by safe. And so, anytime you hear me use the word safe this morning, that's what that definition means. Safe or safety means this it's not the absence of fear and it's not the absence of doing anything. It is the ability to take quality steps of faith in a safe environment that will guarantee success and success is spiritually growing up in Christ Jesus that is the goal of the church that's the goal of the kingdom it's to grow people up spiritually in Christ Jesus and and healthy people who are growing up in Christ reproduce healthy people reproduce and so we as the kingdom of God we must begin to get into a mindset that if we are not reproducing not who Joel T Myers, but reproducing people into the kingdom of God We're not doing everything that we're supposed to be doing as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. All right, because I want you guys to understand that as we begin to do base groups, to launch out into base groups and what base groups are, it is about growth of the kingdom of God. And if you're gonna grow in the kingdom of God, you got to be healthy spiritually to reproduce quality spiritual fruit or beings, amen, in your life. Have y'all ever bitten to a piece of fruit that was just not right. <laughs> I mean, it reproduced, but you didn't, it didn't reproduce something you wanted to eat anymore of. Amen. <laughs> and so that's the deal as a church. We want to reproduce in healthy uh, ways that we can grow the kingdom of God. So when people go out there, they see TWBC, they see base groups, but more than that, they see the kingdom of God and say they reproduce in a healthy fashion as a church. There's a lot of unhealthy reproduction that takes place in the world too. Amen. Just because you're old enough to have a baby doesn't mean you need to have a baby, <laughs> can, can, right? So I'm talking about healthy reproduction as a church. Healthy reproduction and growing the kingdom of God. Healthy reproduction and, and expanding God's kingdom and to do that in a safe place, which safe doesn't mean there is no fear. There's Some of you guys are going to be nervous the first time you walk into somebody else's house and it's safe doesn't mean the absence of fear. It means setting you in an environment that you can take a step of faith to have positive spiritual growth in your life and be successful as a believer amen so as we get that concept down this morning as we begin to talk about the, the game of baseball, we've been using illustrations all week. We talked about stepping up to the plate a couple weeks ago, and and, and this is the, the driving force that's connected to the power source that helps you score runs for the kingdom of God, right? We remember that. I've gone over two weeks in a row. I don't have time to go over the third week, so I'm just going to say it one time. Okay, twice. This is the driving force connected to the power source that helps you score runs for the kingdoms of, kingdom of God, and we want you to be a part of it. Last week, we talked about many re- people Many reasons people quit growing spiritually is not because they don't read enough, they don't pray enough, or anything like that. It's because they have a bad experience. And as you're standing up to hit the ball at the plate, the pitcher throws a wild pitch, and you duck and dodge, and you get freaked out. But you got to stand back up there because you're a a good good baseball player, and you're going to let somebody throw a baseball 100 miles at your head, 100 miles an hour at your head again. Uh, I mean, we need to pray for wisdom. Amen. No, we need to. And then they don't just throw a wild pitch once in a while because a wild pitch is just that. It's a wild pitch. It doesn't happen all the time. In fact, many times the pitcher has great control over this thing called a baseball, and he can throw a curveball, a slider, a knuckleball, and all all these other things. And they've caused, because we haven't grown spiritually, the enemy has caused many of us to strike out at the plate because what looks like is coming at us isn't really what's coming at us. When he throws a curveball, it looks like it's coming right down the middle, and then 58 feet down the line, it starts dropping and curving and everything else. We, we strike out because we swing at knuckleballs. And I went through that whole message last week, and I want you guys to go back and listen to that message if you missed it last week. And right now, we're going to talk about the bases in baseball. The bases in baseball. Without bases in baseball, the game of baseball is non-existent. Can I get an amen? Everybody says, duh, that's common logic, Right? If you don't have bases, you don't have a baseball game. In fact, when you were kids, if you didn't have bases, what'd you do? Somebody took off their shirt and said, This is first base. Another kid took off his shoes. That'll be second base and third base, because I got two shoes on. Somebody else ran over there and, and they had a water cooler or something said, This is home plate. Just don't knock it over, okay? You know, or a water bottle or something. You made bases of some sort so you could have a game called base. Ball, okay so without bases in baseball the game of baseball is non-existent the bases are everything to the game but listen to this it's going to be the exact same at TWBC without base without these base groups without base in our church our church will be non-existent if we don't embrace what we're doing with this vision without bases base groups base going on our church will be non-existent in fact if we don't embrace base groups as we move forward a safe place for believers to come together as we read in hebrews 10 24 for encouragement for love and for good works if we don't embrace that concept in 10 years from now we will be the exact same church you see here today and some of y'all saying, well that's pretty good but that's not good enough because in 10 years there should have been massive spiritual growth and expansion of the kingdom and in 10 years i do not want us to be a non-existent church In fact, I want us to be just the opposite. In 10 years, I figure we should have some church plants going on around the world because we're reproducing at a healthy rate as a church, as the body of Christ. The vision of TWBC isn't just to build a big mega network here in Silver Springs. It's to plant churches locally and worldwide because healthy people reproduce, and so healthy churches reproduce. Amen? So just as in the game of baseball, if the bases aren't there, the game is non-existent. In the church, and TWBC, base groups, without them, we will be non-existent over the next 10 years, and I do not want to stand before Christ and say, I died on the cross for you, and I gave my life for you, and I gave you mandates, commands, visions, and empowered you with the power of the Holy Spirit, and the same Spirit that raised Christ from the grave now lived on the inside of you, and for 10 years, you did nothing. I don't want to have that happen. So we're going to stop that before it starts, Amen. We're going to watch God do something amazing with base groups. And so here's what we got to understand. Our church, we are not a church that does small groups, okay? Now, I want everybody to get clear on this. We are not a church that does small groups. We are small groups of people gathering together called the church that gather together for corporate worship on Sunday morning. Okay, i got to have you have a complete shift in your thinking here, okay? All of our thinking is we come to church on Sunday morning as a large group. Well, we're too large of a large group to meet in this building anymore, okay? So we got to change our complete shift of thinking on this. Our complete shift of thinking on this, it goes down this level. This is no longer where you will experience church. You'll have corporate worship services. The power of God will move everything. But if you want to experience real church, I'm talking like life-changing church. I'm talking about where you can sit down and and God speak directly into your life because you're not hidden in the masses. I mean, real church, that's what these groups are designed to be about. So we are now not a, group, a church that does small groups. We are small groups of people called the church that gather together at a place called TWBC on Sunday morning for corporate worship and overflow of the church you've been having all week, right? Do, do we understand the concept change? If you understand it, say, oh, yeah. If you're excited about it, say, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, so let's get ready for the amazing work that God does. And, the, and as we get into this we're going to see more real church and base groups than we'll ever see here on Sunday morning. And we discussed this in our Sunday school class a little bit today. We talked about, wow, sometimes when the power of God moves, man, we want to just stay in it for a whole other hour. Amen? I mean, worship's phenomenal. Man, worship was great this morning. I was, it, it, I was about to say, Mitch, let's just go on for another 30, 40 minutes. Let's worship, her. if the preaching's good, everybody say amen. amen. Okay, if the preaching's good. See, y'all got to take your opportunities on that, okay? When, when the preaching's good, I mean, and and, and you want it to keep going and going. You're like, why does he got to (laughs) quit? Well, if you'll volunteer for six months in the children's department, if you'll volunteer back there for six months and be back there every service, I'll preach for hours all the six months that you're back there. I won't quit. See, the reason we have to kind of schedule things here is because we're doing it out of respect for the workers back there And this should not be your main source of eating as a Christian on Sunday morning or spiritual growth on Sunday morning. This should just be an overflow of your daily walk with Christ that you come in here and say, Woo, God has been so good. This is what happened in my life. Amen. And so if this is your main source of growth or spiritual growth um, in your life, we've got to correct that. And that's what base groups are for. We're going to begin to correct that process in your life. And so as we begin to jump into this morning's message, the first thing that bases do in a baseball game is bases set order. Bases set order. Have you ever been to a t-ball game? <laughs> Woo! My boys just got done playing t-ball and blast ball. And <laughs> Lord, help us. <laughs> and not just my kids. I'm talking to all of them. And they get up to bat. And after the first two weeks, they all kind of got past the crying when they get up there. right? And it's on a tee, and they miss it like 20 times, and they keep swinging, and they finally they hit it, and they hit it, and they're so excited, their eyes get big, and they look back, and they're like, Dad, I hit it! And the dad's going, Go, 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 go! And here they go, you, you're thinking first, basically, here he goes, trucking to third. And then you're like, No, no, no! So he stops and freaks out, because <laughs> you're saying, Go, and then you're saying, No, and he doesn't know what to do, and he's running out of order, and come on now, y'all know what I'm talking about. But the bases are there and the bases are there in a certain order and it sets order for the game of baseball. But what is cute in T ball is crushing as an adolescent and it's catastrophic in the major leagues. Have you ever seen a major league baseball player hit a ball and run in the wrong direction? What would happen? <laughs> I don't even want to think about what would happen. I mean, that's Sports Center not top 10 for the decade. I mean, but the very thing that's cute as a t-ball player, it's dangerous as an adolescent and it's catastrophic as an adult, and when you begin to run the bases backwards, you're automatically out. You're automatically out. As we do ministry all over the world, I'm amazed to see how many people say they love Jesus and Christianity is their faith and they have a walk of faith, but yet they have order in every area of their life, but there is no order in their Christian walk. They have order in every area of their, of their life. I hear parents say this all the time, I cannot wait for school to start back and it starts back three weeks from tomorrow, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I cannot wait for school to start back. The teachers are like, no. And parents say this all summer long, they get a month the summer, I cannot wait for school to start back and here's why. Because school sets order in your house. It makes your kids have to get up at a certain time because you can't, <laughs> right? It makes your kids have breakfast or they starve while they're at school. It makes your kids be in a disciplined setting all day long and it gives you a break <laughs> right? And then they come home and there's still more order in your home during the the school season than when it's not because they have homework to do, their sporting activities, their extracurricular things that they're involved in. So it sets order in your house. It begins to create a schedule in your house. And people all over the world have order in every area of their life. In fact, I guarantee you, you do the same thing five out of seven mornings of the week every, every week of the year. You set your alarm for a certain time. You get up at that same time. You hit snooze the same amount of times every day. Come on. My alarm goes off at 4.45 and then finally at 5.05, I'm rolling out of bed to be at work at 5.30, right? And so, and so you hit snooze the same amount of times. I make my coffee the same way every single day because here's what I do. After I'm done hitting snooze, I get up, I go turn the coffee pot on, I go get ready, so by the time I'm back, I can put my little Keurig cup in the, in the thing and then push the power, and then as it's filling up, I go to the refrigerator, get the creamer, and by the time I get the creamer back over there, the coffee's done, so I pour it in there, put it back up, get my backpack, put it in the Jeep, and then I drive. Every single morning, five mornings a week, it's what I do. I have order in that area of my life, but Christians have order in every area of their life except their Christian walk many times. If I were to ask you, when is your discipline time with God every day, that you stop and say, God, I've got this hour carved out for you every single day of the week, 99% of you have no order in your Christian walk. Well, I woke up late, so if i got to cut out something, I'm cutting out my Bible time because i got to get to work because i got this because i got all this other order in my life. Or if you do it in the evenings, if you're really tired or you've had a long week and all this stuff, we cut out that order of our life. And the fact is, many things don't go with the rest, of, go good in the rest of the order of your life because you've cut out the most uh, permeating thing in your life that will permeate every other order in your life. And if you do not run the bases in a certain order, you're going to get out. And because many of us as a believer have been running the bases backward, we get a hit, something great happens, God moves in our life, you minister to somebody, something awesome goes on, you sign up to go to kids camp, or you sign up to go on a mission trip, and so you've stepped to the plate, you've hit the ball, but now that you start running the bases backwards, there's no order. Base groups will begin to do this. Bases do this in baseball, they put order in, a, in your life. I want you to listen to this first description, it's Luke 14, 28, and says, For which of you desiring to build a tower? does not first sit down and count the cost or begin to put things in order, is what it's saying, and see whether he has enough funds to complete it. Otherwise, when he has laid the foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it will begin to mock him, saying, this man began to build or put things in order and was not able to finish. Or what king, going out to encounter another king in war, will not sit down and first deliberate whether he is able with 10,000 men to meet him who comes against him with 20,000 men? There must begin to be some order in the life of a believer for spiritual growth to take place. There is order in everything we do from building a tower to going to war. And as I mentioned earlier, parents all the time say, I'm ready for school to start back so things get put in order in my life again. Well, base groups will do exactly this. They're here to build order in your life. So we quit running the bases backwards. And we begin to look the right direction and to put things in order. Order. How are they going to do that because when we design base groups and when we set all this these things up in base groups We're giving you the opportunity to what you hear on Sunday morning You will discuss on Sunday night and have five nights of study the rest of the week to go over what you've heard on Sunday morning So that way it begins to put order in your life Which many of you come here for TWBC on Sunday morning as your main source of order or feeding in your spiritual life so now we've designed something that will not just Feed you in the morning but it'll feed you Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday so you can get back here and your life will be in order on Sunday. Can I get an amen? And so as your life is in on in order on Sundays you're gonna have a lot better time in Sunday morning corporate worship to take place. And as your life is in order on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday you'll be you'll have the opportunity to minister In your workplace and be the body of Christ So the first thing bases do is they give order to the game of baseball the second thing that bases do is they give directions in the game of baseball and we know that it's so funny watching kids play t-ball and as soon as they hit the ball and you finally get them going in the right direction the bases are clearly laid out am I correct I mean there's first base there's second base there's third base and here's home plate and the bases are elevated off the ground they're about that tall And then, so you can clearly see them, they are white on a green field or on the brown dirt that surrounds them. It is very clearly defined the direction you need to go in baseball once you start going in the right direction. But how many of you know that when your little boy plays T ball and he gets a hit, and you as a parent start yelling, go, 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 and then he starts going in the right direction? You love it, you're passionate about it, and he gets to first base. And then by that time, he's so distracted running to second, he doesn't look at second anymore. He's running to the outfield. He's skipping second, going straight to third. I mean, you you know what I'm talking about? You're at first base and he's so excited and now he's running to second and the parents give great um, commands in what they're telling their kid to do. The command is this, go. (laughs) They're going. The problem is you didn't tell them where to go, (laughs) right? Because Instead of yelling, go, what should you have yelled? First, first, first. <laughs> That's telling him, go to first. And then when he gets to first, what do you yell? Second base, go to second base, go to second base. Instead of just yelling, go, go, go. He's going, he's doing exactly what you have told him to do. <laughs> but you're mad because he's not listening. In fact, the no matter is, he's listening to exactly what you said. You just weren't clear enough in your direction of what you were telling him. So Major League Baseball has corrected the problem. Major League Baseball, when they get up to bat, the manager's already told him what to swing at, when to swing, if he's bunting or not, and what he's going to do. And so he gets the ball hit, so they have a coach where? On first base. They have another coach on third base. And when when they hit the ball, the first base coach, because he knows how to get to first base, tells him what to do next. Tells him what direction to go. Tells him whether to stop or to go. Tells him to go to second. And when he starts getting to second, all he's got to do is look to third because there's another coach on third base telling him to stop or telling him to go. See, here's the thing that we're doing in the church. Many of you have have made mention of this to me before and said, Joel, I'd love to sit down and meet with you. And this actually happened the other day. Somebody said, Joel, I'd love to sit down and meet with you. And they said it on Monday and I told them I could meet with them this coming Tuesday. And they looked at me and they said, you don't have anything open before then? Says, as a matter of fact, I don't. What do you mean? See, what many don't realize is because you see about 400 people in here on Sunday morning, we have 800 people that roll through here within a given month who are active attenders of the Way Bible Church, and if I've met with every one of you once a year. I can meet with you once every two years. Okay? And so I've had to change and restructure things so we have other coaches on the field called base coaches. These are your host home leaders. These are your leaders in the base groups that you can go to, and they can give you just as qualified answers as I give you. And they can begin to coach you. So, Ron Washington, the, the Texas Rangers, did not have to be standing by you on home plate. And then when you hit the ball, he says, Wait, let me get to first base. And then as you're at, he's at first. Come on to first. And when you get targeted first, wait, let me run to second. Do, do you understand? Ron Washington, in fact, sits in the dugout with his sunflower seeds. Then he goes like this. Adjust his ball cap and he takes it off. He's all bald there with the hair sticking out the sides cracks me up Ron Washington in fact once he's got the order lined out. He doesn't do a lot of coaching He does major decision-making depending on the course of the game He does major decision-making and leaves the coaching the batting coach the first base coach the third base coach The dugout coach all the other coaches that are on staff with him. They do the the day-to-day coaching Ron Washington sits there and makes major decisions. We want to be involved in your life in such a way that we see you take safe steps of faith in a great environment that will help your spiritual growth. And to do that, we've set out base coaches and staff members and in elders. And in now in our base groups, we got base coaches that will lead these groups out. The Bible says this in 2 Corinthians 9, 26. It says, 2 Corinthians 9, 26, So I do not run aimlessly the one thing we do not want at TWBC is we're in this game of Christianity is having everybody wearing amazing TWBC t-shirts out there but running aimlessly all over the field you get a hit and you start running to third nope we gotta start running to first you get a hit and you start running to first but then you lose directions and you're just going all over the place getting things in order and then setting specific direction is so important that that, that, that in baseball They have something called the baseline where runners have to stay on the baseline. They can't just run all over the field or they're automatically out. What we want to do as a church is keep you in the baseline to give you optimal spiritual growth to score runs for the kingdom of God and watch amazing things take place in your life and so bases set things in order bases give direction so we don't run aimlessly and finally bases do this bases are a safe place bases are a safe place the object of baseball is to run around all the bases and get home safely when you are on the base there is no possible way you can get out in the game of baseball am I correct say oh yeah if you are in baseball and there's a base right here And I'm standing on it. And even if I'm standing here on second base and somebody hits a single, I don't have to run. I can stand here. I can do nothing and be completely safe. If I hit the ball, all i got to do is make it to first base and stand there. And I am completely safe. If the ball gets hit and I'm on second, I get to venture off second and go to third base with order and clear direction. And if I stay in the baseline and I'm watching my coach and he tells me to go, what's going to happen? I'm going to get to third base and be what? safe see in your Christian walk we want you to stay on the bases or in our case stay in the base groups because it's going to be your safe place as a believer it's going to be as a believer you can go there for refuge when you have a bad day your base group is there when you have a great day your base group is there when you need prayer your base group is there with a base coach to help you out with a host home leader to make you feel loved and cared for and so you have a place of safety and refuge and I would love to sit here this morning and say hey come to TWBC because it's a place of safety and refuge but the The fact of the matter is I know this takes place at every altar call I really feel I need to go but God there are so many people here I'm nervous about stepping out then that automatically says you don't feel safe in this realm you don't feel safe in this realm And so it's our job as a church to put you in a safe environment for spiritual growth to take place where you can grow at a pace that's an amazing pace and you can become all that God's called you to become in this life. And so as we got order and as we got direction, the bases are there for a safe place. And as we get all around these bases, we make sure that we're expanding for the kingdom of God. Now listen, if we get off bases and begin to do our own thing, an out is an out, and the reason doesn't matter. Have you ever seen a a baseball player make a decision on his own rounding second when the third base coach is doing this, and he keeps running, and then the ball gets to the third baseman, and then the trap plays on, and he's scrambling back and forth between bases. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And finally, what happens? He gets tagged out. He gets tagged out, and then he walks back to the dugout like this, mad, throwing his hat, kicking stuff. He made the decision right he made the decision on his own and the reason doesn't matter whether it be a bad experience whether it be a great play by the defense whether you ran the bases backwards you ran them with no direction whether it was a double play the reason really doesn't matter it's we need to quit getting disqualified so we can make runs for the kingdom of God and I want to use this first that Paul used right here and he says he says this but I discipline myself and I keep myself under control lest after preaching to others I myself could get called out what he said actually said is I myself would find myself disqualified Paul even knew that he needed a safe place to be listen Sunday nights the pastor doesn't get off we got a base group that I'm gonna be involved in okay amen why I need a base group I need a place Damon needs a place Mitch needs a place Ty needs a place the elders need a place that we can plug in. Because listen, just because we're up here and just because titles have been given to us doesn't mean that running bases is easy for us. We struggle with the same things y'all struggle with. We struggle with, if I make this decision, what's everybody gonna think? We struggle with, how do I find time for myself to grow spiritually, personally, when I'm so busy trying to make time just to grow the church spiritually? Can I get an oh yeah on that? (laughs) And in this process, we realize that we're not above base groups as leaders. So we're going to be actively involved in groups. We're going to be finding and meeting with you. We're going to become involved with you. And in fact, it's going to be better because you'll get to know the real Joel. (laughs) Some of you are like, oh Lord, I don't know if I want to. He's crazy enough on Sunday morning to get him outside the church. We got a, we got a funny saying at our house when we all get together for, for Sunday afternoon lunches, we usually go to mom and dad's house and Jeff and Amy come over with the kids and about five years ago, I would always just give my little nephew, Zach, the hardest of times. And I would joke around with him, kid around with him. Finally, the the phrase got out, Zach, just don't believe anything Uncle Joel says unless it's behind the pulpit at church, okay? So that's that's what we want to get involved personally with you guys and meet with you guys and, and love on you guys so you guys have actual access to us. Any given Sunday morning, I don't have time while I'm standing at the door to listen to 20 different problems going on. Not that I don't want to, it's There's a calling on my life to minister the word of God without distraction without interruption and so as I'm standing back there My heart is grieving because we need one-on-one personal ministry because people are getting disqualified left and right They're getting called out left and right, but I can't do it all Damon can't do it all Jeff can't do it all Mitch can't do it all Ty can't do it all so we we've recruited other coaches to come in and help us so that nobody gets disqualified or called out and we all start taking an active part in the kingdom of God and we all start seeing the bases get ran at a, at an amazing rate and watch how God can spiritually grow the church to expand the kingdom to see healthy reproduction take place in our lives this morning I want to talk to you about not getting disqualified because our mandate from God is to get you from base to base in a safe way safe means this it's not the absence of fear and it's not the absence of doing something it's the ability to take quality steps of faith in a safe environment that will guarantee success and spiritual growth. Within a year from now, all of you that are in base groups, starting us out, launching us out in this vision where God's called us as a church to be and how we get spiritual growth. We're starting out with 10, within a year we're projected to have 20 of these, so we're gonna need 10 more hosts and 10 more leaders to step up. And in fact, we're gonna need more than that because some who have been leading and hosting are gonna need to say, I just need to step back and be involved in one, not really lead one. So we desperately need spiritual growth out of your life, out of my life, out of everybody's life, and take steps of faith in a safe place, in a safe environment, and so if you are ever asked as you get involved in these groups, hey, would you consider praying about just leading one lesson? Listen, it's a safe place in a safe environment, for you to take a step of faith to see optimal spiritual growth take place in your life. And watch how God begins to develop you as a believer in a safe place with optimal spiritual growth so you can reproduce the kingdom of God and see the kingdom of God expand.